is going well. <laughs> so far, so good. All right. Uh, so this is... Uh, yeah. <laughs> I just don't know what to call it. It's just we're we're just yeah. uh, let's just how about this? Let's um um I'm <laughs> I'm Warren Sharp and I'm Keith Lewis and we're fucking recording our fucking voices. Yes, we are. This is this is Echo Nest the podcast. God damn it, not Echo Nest the podcast. <laughs> I can't Should call I not? that. Um, we gotta we gotta have a name for it. We gotta have a name for it. We'll come up with a name for it. We'll figure it out. We'll get there. <laughs> okay, <gasps> from the top one more time. Okay. I'm Warren Sharp and I'm Keith Lewis. This is Echo Nest the podcast. <laughs> <laughs> um, how you doing, Keith? I'm doing well. How are it's, you? I'm doing. I'm doing. Fucking, I'm doing so good, man. <laughs> so this is uh, this is episode one. This is episode one. This of is us. Our, our our new podcast. Yeah. Uh, that will ideally be weekly. Yes. Um, going yes. forward. Absolutely, and we are here to talk about. Uh, I guess mostly music stuff. Um, and. Uh, uh, just what's going on in the music world, and then also uh, more meta stuff. Yeah, we're we uh, I guess we're based out of uh, the Raleigh area of North Carolina, and uh, we'll probably uh, mention um, venues and other people we know in the scene. And if you hear your name, take a shot. And uh, I guess that's it. Yeah. Uh, what are so, we talking about today, Keith? So today, just we're, let's just like start by actually introducing ourselves and talking about like who we are and what we do and why people should listen to us about such a music things. Absolutely. So who are you? Who are you, Keith Lewis? Who am I? I'm I'm Keith Lewis. I am a professional bassist uh, based out of Durham, and uh, yeah, I, I if it's music related, I do it. Um, <laughs> That's it, fucking true. There's it, fucking there's accordions. There's accordions <laughs> here. There there's ukuleles. Uka- Ukulele? Are we doing the authentic pronunciation of that? No, because I'm um, from Jersey and my yeah, accent right. is so fucked. Uh, there's keyboards. There's um, keyboards. There's guitars, basses. And then aside um, from instruments, I mean, you do a lot of composition. Yeah, I do composition, um, audio production. I'm I'm producing this podcast, obviously. Hell yeah. Um, so yeah, if, if it's related to music, I do it, and that pretty much all adds up to a living. Um, oh, and I teach. Right. I, I, I teach too, and and combining all of those things, I'm able to actually pay rent and buy food and things like that. It um, all adds up to a living. Is like that's that's summed up the last ten or so years of my life. <laughs> it's such an amazing way. It fucking hurts. Yeah. Right. Jesus it's, uh, Christ. It's been a lot of work. It's that's so funny. Like it, you, you've had actually you you and you've done. I'd say even a, a, a more work than the average bear. I mean, you you moved from the Boston area. Boston area, yeah. I mean, you, yeah, and and even before that though, you're from. So I I was born in Connecticut, there for four years, then eight years in Michigan, then yeah. six years in outside Boston, and then I did four years for school in Cleveland. Moved back to the Boston area. I say I'm from Boston yeah. because that's the shortest version of that, right? Um, that's really like but where I consider myself be from. That's where I go home for holidays. That's okay. where like oh my okay you still live. Oh, I didn't know your parents were there. Yeah, yeah, my parents. Um, my I thought they were in um, Michigan or whatever no. the other state you said was. Yeah. Um. Okay. Cool. Um, yeah, yeah, but I would say that's a that's a lot of work. Yeah, yeah. No, I yeah I I, I moved I moved down here to I moved. It's right. I moved away from Boston to North Carolina for the music. Yeah, exactly. Um, right. Which right. is a weird move, but it Indeed. actually made a lot of sense at the time. Can um, you do you feel comfortable giving out the yeah yeah I, I I. I I don't know. Oh, oh, like so, <laughs> like why I moved? Well, yeah, yeah. I so mean, it's, okay, it's a cool so, story. So sort of sort of back up a little bit. Um, I 
went to uh, Case Western and the Cleveland Institute of Music uh, to do to study music and graduated with a degree in music and audio production. Uh, moved back to the Boston area thinking, oh, I'm going to Oh, be wait, I got to interrupt studios. you. I got to interrupt yeah, yeah. you real quick because didn't you start on trumpet? No, I oh. started on piano. I no, did I mean, my degree I mean, uh, in trumpet. Yeah, you did your degree in trumpet. Yes. And what instrument do you primarily play these days? Bass. There we go. Yes. <laughs> there we go. That's yes. a, just another... Just another like <laughs> he's he's working hard out here. <laughs> like, yeah, I've had to do a lot of learning in a very short amount of time. Yeah, um, that's I think that that might be my favorite Keith story. <laughs> is just like yeah, I was doing trumpet and I was like I want to play more. Yeah, so I'm just gonna no, start th- playing. Th- bass. That was literally the reason. Is is with so trumpet, true. it's very much an athletic thing. You've got to train the muscles and keep them up. And they're very fragile, so uh, it. I hated it because I had to like play and stop and play and stop because I had to take care of my embouchure. And I was like, okay, who's playing all the time? The rhythm players. Yeah, they do. And there's, there's a million guitar players. I don't want to do that. that. Piano was my first instrument. It did not really resonate with me all that much. Um, and drums is just too much stuff to haul around. So I guess I'm going to be a (laughs) bass player. Uh, that's literally how I picked the bass. And I started that when I was 18, like right before I left for school. And uh, got to study with a double bass teacher in, at Case. Graduated, was like, okay, I'll do the recording thing and do trumpet on the side. And, you know, bass will just be a fun thing I do. Turns out bass players make way more money <laughs> than trumpet players do. Yeah, especially um, in this area. So, yeah, yeah. Uh, but anyway, so I was, I was looking for work as a recording engineer. And just everyone was like, well, we, you, we expect you to work for free at first. We, we do internships. I was like, I did my internships during school. I'm not working for free. So I found no work. Right. Um, I actually had to go back to Cleveland for um, recording work because I actually had clients there uh, from when I was in school. Right. And then I got, you know, started playing for playing bass. And that was by far what I got the most calls for for work, despite the fact that I was really bad at it at first. <laughs> I'd only been playing for a few years yeah, and yeah. not very seriously. Now he's getting paid. Uh, so anyway, I, I was playing with a few bands in the Boston area and just not able to pay rent or anything like mm. that, um, living with my parents. And then uh, I saw an ad posted for a band in North Carolina that was touring out of the area full time. And I was like, what the heck? You know, they're obviously, if they're looking for people nationally or at least regionally, uh, it's probably worth checking out and investing yeah. in. I sent an email with a couple of videos and like three weeks later I got a phone call. It was, Oh, actually I remember this very specifically. It was December 23rd. Oh, okay. And they yeah. said, <laughs> no, actually, no, I'm sorry. I'm, I'm messing this up. Uh, it, it was, it was a little before that. They asked me to fly down to play an audition. I flew down to play an audition. Wow. Flew back up. Uh, didn't hear anything. And then on December 23rd, I got a phone call. I was driving to work and they said, uh, we want you to. We want you to join the band. Uh, we need you here January eighth. Jeez. And so I had two weeks to go. So, hey, hey, mom and dad, I'm I'm yeah. leaving. I'm leaving the nest and moving to North Carolina. Damn. And they were surprisingly cool about it. Right. Um. Given that neither of my parents are at all musical <laughs> at all and don't really like get the whole gigging lifestyle, they're they're very supportive though. Um, that's and that's what brought me to North Carolina. Is I as I joined that band, the design, and uh, started doing things and they've been around for a long time they've been around for i think nine years and uh, i joined the band and 10 months later they broke up (laughs) (laughs) classic and i stayed here because it rents way cheaper than i know right i actually know a bunch of people with that last thing you said yeah the exact reason why they uh they came back here i'm sure we all do with a you know uh 
assuming that people who are listening to this are outside of the, the Raleigh, North Carolina area that, yeah. Any, any of your friends that went away for a, you know, a private music education, a good number of those at least, you know, ended up back in the hometown at least for a little bit. Oh yeah. But that's, you know, that's totally cool. That, that, that's my North Carolina origin story. Warren, yeah. tell it, tell us about Warren. I don't know, man. Um, <laughs> like, uh, yeah, I went to. Um, I've been here since uh, high school in, in in pretty much the uh, what they call the triangle, um, which is uh, for non non North Carolinians is the uh, Raleigh, Durham, and Chapel Hill area of North Carolina. Been down here since, yeah since high school, as I fucking said, and um, went to school at North Carolina Central for jazz guitar performance, which is like a degree that's pretty useless as far as like, <laughs> yeah, it's incredibly specific. My degree, my degree actually is I have a bachelor's in jazz. That's my degree. I did not know that that was actually a thing. No, me neither. Jazz. Yeah. They don't tell you that until uh, you're a senior and you're about to graduate. And then they're like, Oh, here's your degree. It's a bachelor. Wait, not in music. <laughs> Fuck. Um, and it's a, uh, what is it? A, a, um, it's a bachelor's in jazz with a, Oh fuck! I can't remember now. It's um, a concentration in guitar performance, which is I don't know why. It's just very funny to me. I think it's, <laughs> it's just it's like it, I feel like it should be the opposite. Like you have you get a you get a I bachelor's know. in music and guitar performance, and then with a, with a concentration in jazz. But. It's so odd. I'm sure that's something that we'll talk about at oh, some yeah. point. It's just like our music education uh, stories and all those fun things. Yeah. But I actually think it kind of makes sense when 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 you talk about it more uh but we'll save that for later yeah that, that, i think that's another, the, the music education thing i think is a whole episode that's or a whole three fucking, unto itself. yeah that's a whole series um but yeah and i, I did that and I, that was like kind of my first steps into the gigging world in a way was was doing that i'd done a little bit of touring with like a uh like an an americana act before that um and always played in metal and rock bands growing up and then started doing some more jazz gigging and everything. And then, um, wow, I don't know. Yeah, now we're here. Yes. Yeah. Jeez. That was, that was like five years ago, I guess. And then, yeah, then, uh, I guess the, 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 the big break in a way, I use quotations there that you can't <laughs> see on the microphone, uh, was, um, I guess getting the, 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 the gigs, you know, doing musicals and, I guess that's really how we which kind is, of which met. Which is how we met. I yeah, thought was we really met. Very nice segue to Thank what you. I was going to talk about Thank next. Thank you. Thank you very much. Is the origin story of, of you and I meeting. And yeah. uh, so Warren and I would have both been gigging the scene for a while, uh, just with various bands. And we'd played, I guess, like one or two shows before. I think bands I'd played with had opened for Stammerings yes. or something yeah. like that. Yeah, I think it was the, the, the Nicole and Stammerings bill with yeah. like paper dolls and I actually I think that was just it. It was a it was a Sunday. It was an early, ooh, it was, yeah. It was super an, meta, super meta. Yeah. It was these weird. A place called Local Five Hundred Six did these weird like one p.m. Sunday shows, and I believe the bill was uh uh I I don't remember the order, but I I it was it was Stammerings, Nicole, the band yeah. you were the Stammerings was my old band, Nicole that you were in. And then another band called Paper Dolls. I and, forgot um, that they played that show actually. Yeah, yeah. Well, because uh, um, how did we get that show? We had a show in Wilmington the night before, and at the time I didn't really know Logan of Paper Dolls. That's uh now called Obsidian Darling, and um, but Ryan, who was the drummer of Stammerings, did, 
I think that's how the band got hooked up. And I didn't really know any of you guys. Yeah. I, that might have been the first time I, I had seen either band. Um, but I do remember. Uh, so I guess time for a quick um, uh, uh, a quick confession. Um, I pretty much uh, the, the, the guitar player in Nicole is Jordan Hubbard or what was Jordan Hubbard. And all of a sudden I see this dude playing eight string guitar and my eyes are just locked on that. <laughs> and uh, if I can be completely honest, I don't know how much I remember the six string bongo, especially the guy behind it. That is it. alarming. Like, I that know. Is a basic, but I mean, granted, when you're watching Jordan play guitar, especially playing, because I think, did he have the Strandberg at that point? No, he had the, the he S had series. The, he had the Ibanez, Ibanez S yeah. series. Um, which is yeah. that beautiful, like, that beautiful, I don't remember what wood it is, um... If, if if Jordan actually listens to this and then makes it this far, if you could tell us what the woods are. Yeah. I know it has that beautiful like abalone around it. Yeah. But then it's yeah, it's just this dude. It's like this band that's it's kinda of, it's 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 playing rock music, but then all of a sudden this dude's playing this eight string stuff and every once in a while breaks out into like these these like crazy like piano tapping stuff. It's like what? I think that we noticed that there was a, a silver six string bongo on the <laughs> string, but I I gosh, I'm just I'm just so sure that immediately after that, oh, I was yeah. like, oh, okay, guitar. Well, yeah. Because I'm fairly certain that we, we, we crossed paths a couple of times after that show and you did not remember me from that show. You no, did, fuck no. In fact, not. I think the, the first, so I think the first <laughs> time I actually, no, I, I, I know that I didn't fucking know who you were because like the way I, 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 the way that I remember first, the first like, purposeful maybe that's the uh, good yeah. word the first purposeful interaction was me like hitting up on facebook messenger because a mutual friend was like oh you play this music on eight string it's like oh there's this dude in the area who plays a six string bass and is like really good and i was like what the fuck's his name and i think i hit you up and like if facebook messenger or some fucking stupid thing and then it was like uh cool and then like maybe months later we were it was one of these it it was these little guitar showcase shows i used to put on and you were supposed to have a rehearsal it got canceled and you came out yes and i think that's where we like that was the first met, time we actually I like I, I think i'd introduced myself briefly totally. at the at the stammering show at the 506 yeah, show i'm sure you did um but that was the first time we actually had like a conversation yeah. and got to talk to each other and, and then it must have been a, a couple months after that that we were doing the um we were doing little shop of horrors, little shop of horrors. Um, which is where the you know the first time i actually got to know warren yeah we're, we, it was literally just we so the i was actually jordan was the guitar player who was supposed to be on it yes he moved to another country <laughs> Um, which made it very difficult to play which, yes uh the musicals and so i was like okay we need I, I finding a guitar player who can read sheet music and charts and follow conductors and like interact with other musicians in that context is super hard so i was like jordan please tell me you know anybody yeah, who I, can do this because <laughs> i didn't know I you know. that well like, i yeah, knew, I knew yeah. you were a jazz guy but i was like what does that mean exactly yeah um and so he was like no warren can warren can do all that stuff and you came into the show and we spent a lot of super awkward uh, intermissions standing in that hallway totally. in the basement. Oh my god! Uh, they were standing. going like, "How do I make conversation with this person? I don't know." Oh god! Know. And then at the end of that show, you were like, "So I'm putting together this thing with Echo Nest." Yeah, it really and... was. It was really. It was at the end of that because it was. I remember it was so weird. It was Mike hit me up. Mike who, uh, um, Mike Lamardo, uh, who plays drums for Echo Nest. Um, 
uh, Mike was in a, the super in crowd of the for me at least the, like the in crowd of the Raleigh scene, which uh, it was it was it was the Kosher Hut Boys, and like they were just so cool, and I was not cool enough to hang out with them. And Mike hit me up on a um, uh, he he hit we we knew each other a little bit in the scene, but he like I was posting these these videos of me playing like this mathy bullshit, and he hit me up like hey we should jam sometime, and it was during the um. During during the Little Shop of Horrors, we like we met up one time after one of the performances, me and Mike, and just jammed, and it was super awesome. And he was like perfect drumming from day one. And then we were just jamming and having fun. And I was like, oh, oh I know this dude who plays bass really well. I wonder if we can, you know, we'll try to put a show on. And then that leads to then the story of like the <laughs> what was. Suppose like what we say was it, it, like we did the we were just gonna do the show, and Mike always says it was always it was just supposed to be like a one time thing, but I was always very hopeful it was gonna be much more, and uh, I guess luckily it did. But yeah. um uh and then and then we that our very first show is our very first album. It's 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 which is called Live at Slims. We played the the small like the smallest club in Raleigh, which is called Slims. And we just set up, I think, like four or five microphones and recorded it. And uh, it, that was our, <laughs> it was our first show. It was our third time meeting up as a band. Yeah. Their third time meeting up as a band. It was our first album. Is our first show. And it's up on Spotify and anywhere you stream. Live at Slims. Go check that shit out. <laughs> you're going to make, make this fun to edit, aren't yeah, you? Yeah, I just hope that just peaked the fuck out of the microphone. Uh, no, yeah, it did. It did. It did? Okay, Well, they've, they've clipped at some point, so... They both have. I'm Excellent. not sure how mine did. I'm trying to be as relatively measured with my voice. Excellent. <laughs> yeah, yeah, yeah. Have fun with that piece of shit right there. <laughs> <laughs> and that's the story of how Keith quit Echo Nest. <laughs> <laughs> this podcast is one episode. Yeah, yeah. Uh, so, uh, so yeah, that is that's sort of the origin story of how we met and started playing together. It's, it it kind of blows my mind. It's only been a year and a half yeah. since we started playing together. Yeah. Um. But yeah, here we are. Uh, in 2020 played a ton of shows last year we did we played a ton um, of shows we recorded an EP we recorded a single we recorded an EP yeah we've uh, oh that's right yeah we did yeah right around this time well no I think February it was February we recorded I think it. Yeah. yeah but we, well, we were definitely getting ready for it during this time oh yeah but uh, about to go into the studio to record our first live take that was actually kind of a fun process and it's it's still um to be honest with you, I thought I thought recording that I was going to I thought that we were going to be more on not that we were going to start a revolution in any in, in any way, but that I just felt that's where it was going. I yeah. felt that the the bedroom music, you know, the giant air quotes on on any of these terms, but like the the bedroom musician I felt had already like everyone had been exposed to it and now everyone wanted to start bands and playing. So I was like, we got to jump on that as quickly as possible. So we, you know, luckily, luckily enough we had a band and so let's record a live, let's record something live. And, and so we did. And, and um, the song is called death with benefits and it's anywhere you stream. It's there. It's also on Bandcamp and everything. Um, and we went into the studio and set up our instruments and we played uh, oh, and, and we recorded a live take, no metronome, no edits uh, version of that song and just put it out there. And I really thought that we were going to start seeing a lot more of that. But really, the only bands that I can think of um, 
standards. Um, you got Cat Bamboo. They're doing all that kind of stuff. Doing live sessions. Uh, Sauce. They did their live session. And I'm I'm missing a million more. But when you can only I feel, when you can only name a handful of bands that are actually doing live stuff, and then then the you know that's the tip of the iceberg, and then the the ninety percent of it is not doing that. I, I was uh, I kind of was like, oh, what happened? Did we do something wrong? I don't know. But anyway, I don't know why I just went off all that. Because <laughs> it was just fun to just yeah. ramble. I mean, that's kind of be I think gonna kind of be what this podcast that is, is absolutely gonna happen. Rambling, going off topic, Fuck. and yeah, all that kind of stuff. But uh, I guess that, I guess that was all like that was an that was a yeah humble brag. I guess yeah. You know? I was I'm super proud of that I recording mean, I, because but, it's uh, let, let let's not like split hairs here about the humble brag thing. Like we're literally talking to people about music. We're right. we're, we're we're making people listen to us. Let's just brag. Let's just be like yeah. yes, we 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 know lots. We yeah, and then but on top of that, it's <laughs> yeah. like that that recording. I'm just super proud of because. Because that was that was uh, less than a year of being a band. We do not rehearse regularly. No. We're we uh, oh that's that'll be something really fun to talk about because we get that question all the time. Yeah. Um. So we should hold off on going further there. But um. Uh. That I'm super proud of that recording because there there are no edits. I think it was. I think it's take six or seven. We, no, we did five takes. We did five takes. We did five takes. I think we used take four. I think you're right. Yeah, well, and that were recorded. I have a feeling there's one or two that. Oh yeah, recorded. yeah. We 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 had and a then couple the of countless getting sounds things. Yeah, and then and the then, countless yeah, record the, like... uh, the rehearsals and <laughs> and it's actually there's a version. There already was a live version of it because it's the last song off of the album, um, but it's recorded much better on the single version <laughs> yeah it's nice when you can go into a studio with like lots of microphones and not the smallest club around oh, with the I smallest know. stage and yeah i think you only had like five operating channels on your interface or something like no, that. no i have eight but you have i was eight? just okay. like i i just tried to well i'm trying to remember i mean because it, it, it i think it would have been oh you know what it was we were going to record it to tape because i have a tape machine yeah that's right that's what but I was the tape of. machine thank fuck i brought it to one of the I think the last rehearsal or something before we were going to perform just to try it out and, and just to see if it worked and it fucking didn't work and so I had to then make a little mobile recording uh, system um, to record it because I was dead set on recording it because I was I guess a little worried it might not happen again or aside from that just like if it does happen again we need to have material to show people yeah um, anyway so um uh, because we had, yeah, so that, that was a four track tape recorder. So I brought out my other thing, which had eight tracks or eight preamps, whatever. And, um, it's, uh, overhead, um, snare and kick mic, one on the guitar and then bass is direct. Bass went direct. Yeah. Yeah. And that's, that is it. And, um, that's actually another fun little, there's a, a bunch of fun stories inside of that, I guess as well. Um, I think, the thing that's really fun about that recording is uh like it kind of sounds like shit but there's like a, the, like a lot of people i think dig that because it's 
um, as we get called a gent band a lot, <laughs> and I think it's just because we like play with distortion from time to time. This, this is not helped by the fact that Warren plays an eight string guitar, I play a yeah. six string bass, and he just actually just bought a nine string guitar, which he has written the first song on it is called <laughs> Nine String Gent Machine. <laughs> so you're really not helping with no, that. No, not at all. But you gotta, uh, but the, the, they did this to me. <laughs> yes, they did true. this to me. It's very respons- responsatorial, right? Is that yeah. The word? That's not a word. I I I'm I'll I'll allow it. Yeah. Uh. But, but yeah. Like, we, yeah. And so we did like a lo-fi gent album, and like it obviously like it didn't make any money or or chart or anything like that. But it was like you know a lot a lot of people who heard it I um would would comment like this sounds really good. How'd you guys do this? How'd you record it? Yeah. And actually, what was funny was one of the guys from Geff actually was like um a Geff, which is an amazing uh uh, uh Boston. Uh, um, Chapman stick. Chapman stick. Pro- Two Chapman's. Yes. Trio. Yeah. So fucking awesome. So check out uh, uh Gef G E P H, and they're fantastic. But they played at Slims, and uh, and it was Tyler who actually was like, "This sounds yeah. really good. Where'd you record this?" And I was like, "Buddy, you know where you we recorded it because you room. just played there." <laughs> yeah. And um, so, but but yeah, because it's it's just it's fun. It just it sounds very live, and it's got that. You know, you can you can hear mistakes and you can hear um, you can hear the bleed. And then, you know, just the character of shitty SM uh, 57s that are just dying and just fun times there. Yeah. But then going into the studio and having like Neumann's and shit was very fun. That as was well. fun. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. I, I really think that's like one of the more signature Echo Nest things is that we are. I mean, so to give a little bit of explanation of what if for people who don't know who we are. Um, Echo Nest yeah. is very like progressive. Uh, the, the only progressive way really... jazz fusion was yeah. how we uh, we we started. We started getting billed as as progressive jazz fusion, and I think that that is the probably the best way to actually describe yeah. the band. I, what I usually do for people who don't really know what any of those things mean, I say metal people say we play jazz. Jazz people say we play metal because right. it, is, it is very heavy. There's a lot of riff styled stuff there. Yeah, but if you were to put it on a horn and swing it, it would be a jazz standard. And we have. Tried to do that a couple times, and yeah. then we just all bust out laughing because <laughs> it is a little ridiculous how how good it works sometimes. But 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 anyway, so like I feel like part of the sort of the signature of the band is I feel like people think that we put a lot more production into things in terms of like when we record something that it is recorded in the style of you know the like the gent bands and things like that mm-hmm. where it's very processed and it's very in that and you know like you said people ask us all the time how much do you guys rehearse like they don't, i don't, don't i don't think people realize that we're making a lot of the stuff up as we play it like, the improvisational the, aspect there, there is of, there's uh... an improvisational aspect we don't and there's, there's so many times where we've gotten on stage and gone okay well we don't really know what's where this is going um, yeah we actually yeah there's the the one of our our newer songs uh Thanks, Satan. That giraffe is dead. It's not released, so you can't hear it. But um, it will be one day. Uh, that um, that tune. The first time we played it, and wait, was it the first time we played it? Was that at that little in the basement? What was that place called? In the oh, the uh, was uh, that the um, first time it was played that we played it live? No, that was the second time because we had a show okay. right before that at Maywood, right? Okay. That and I think that was the first time we played that. I can't live. remember. Yeah. But when um, I I, rem- I I could swear though oh yeah 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 okay 
Yes, because Chuck was with us. Yes. Chuck was with us on the Maywood, and then he was like, I'm not playing at the... Kaboom. <laughs> That's what it was called. Kaboom. Kaboom. The Kaboom Art Gallery, I think is what it was called. Oh, well, now... Oh, all right, all right. That, that I mean, no one smell. from Kaboom is going to hear, no. hear this. Hopefully. Uh, or I'll just be glad we're shouting them out. <laughs> yeah, I guess so. Shout out to Kaboom. Um, it's actually... Uh, uh, so, to to completely backtrack, it was a very fun show and a very fun... Like, super DIY and very fun. But, God damn, when you stepped out... We played there in a summer day. And when you stepped outside, it, it smelled like rotting fish. Which is very interesting because we're three hours inland. And... Uh, <laughs> There wasn't a. I don't remember there being a seafood restaurant. No, I don't think there, there was. There was a coffee joint up top with actually very good food. That we, was very we good. Dinner, that was delightful. Was, that was. You like, were very sick. Was I sick? You were sick. I remember you were not in a good place. You you would have gotten like food poisoning or something that day, and you were like worried about eating something. But yeah, that sounds like. And I'm sure that me. smell was not helping. But. No, it definitely didn't. And uh, oh man. But anyway, um, back to that tune though, and the improvisational stuff that we do. I I can't. It, it maybe it was then maybe we'd had done it at the Maywood, but um, the the song has this um. It, there's a breakdown towards the end of the tune where the solos open up, and uh, when we were playing um at at Kaboom, um, which is where I really remember this happening, but maybe it was happening before that. I don't know. Um. We had a sax and a trumpet player from the band uh, Terms and Conditions play with us. Um, and I just remember all of a sudden, like, they're taking their... I think the sax player had his solo first. But I just remember, like, you and Michaelson got super intense, like, um, this, this like, like, you took the riff and just turned it into, like, this metal thing. And maybe that happened at the Maywood, but I remember it happened. No, like, that was definitely... That was the first time that it happened because we were... Because, you know, like you said, we were not sure what was... Yeah. That, I, I, actually, I, I think when we started that song, it was not clear to me that the horn players would be joining us. Okay. I literally just, like, was played, and I looked up, and there are two horn and players sudden, getting ready to take a solo. Yep. And I was like, all right, here we go. And here I looked at go. Mike, and I'm, you know, kind of white knuckle, let's go through this yeah. and see what happens. Um, we have to do that more than uh, more now though. The, yeah, more though now more um, more now though. Um, 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 <laughs> we have to do that though because it's now it's now it's the twenties. I feel yeah. like I can say that. Like yeah. no one's gonna be listening to this podcast ten years from now. Hopefully, well, not. but now we we got to bring the big bands back. You know. Yeah. Hopefully yeah. not. <laughs> yeah, hopefully we're just all dead. Well, hopefully the standards gone up a little bit for podcasts. <laughs> Ooh, yeah, that's true. That's very true. And uh, they'll be listening. They'll be listening to our new stuff, our new material. And they'll be listening to back. yeah the the new the new holographic cast hol- holocasts. <laughs> and uh, but um, but yeah, that was oh, that was such a man. That was such a righteous show. Yeah. With um with with those guys playing with us and uh, uh but yeah yeah all of a sudden it just gets like super intense and and we ebbed and flowed out of that. For every solo it was really amazing yeah i think that really speaks to um the level of musicianship that you and mike have because you guys came up with that like literally in the moment and that's one of those that's one of those times that like um i i just like look back on like a a show or something i'm just like or or just just even a musical moment we have i'm just like fuck like i gotta (laughs) not fuck this up with these dudes because nah. they're pretty solid now nah, we're then, in it's it, it's been long enough you you you, enough you would now. know if i had an issue with you at this point oh yeah yeah i'm, I'm not the, i'm not subtle about that kind of thing it was just but it was such, that was just such an incredible um moment 
And uh, ah, fuck, I wish I wish Chuck was there for that too. Because then we would have keys also. We wouldn't oh. fit on the stage if Chuck had been there. Yeah, that's for <laughs> that was fucking tiny. sure. Yeah. God damn, we would have been six piece that night. Yeah. Yeah. I gotta hit those dudes up. I because you know I I I've been talking about wanting to add horns to the band at least just for shows from time to time for like it's got to be a year now and um like i've been trying to find people in the in, in just in the area because we can't really pay like we don't we're, we're still very much a, a band doing showcases yeah like echo nest isn't really a gigging band at the moment we we make a little bit of money and everything um and it just goes back into the band um, but then when we, you know, get a musician on and everything, I'll, 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 you know, throw him some money or, uh, you know, just out of my pocket or whatever. Anyway. So these, those dudes are based out of Greensboro. I've like, I just feel bad even asking, Hey, do you want to like drive two fucking hours one way to play this show to play a 30 minute set for like 20 bucks? Yeah. So, um, I mean, I guess, you know, I can just always ask and just see, but, um, I guess if there if there uh if there are any horn players in in the area, yes, please reach out. To us. Yeah, yeah, we'd love that. We're interested in playing some weird music. Yeah, we're just yeah we're just we're playing like this weird rocky kind of jazz, very modern stuff. And please, please. <laughs> um, but yeah, uh, so like so um yeah I don't know man we just like just jerked each other off for however yeah. long we've been talking. What should we um. How, what are, what time are I we? I mean, at? we're about at thirty. About at thirty already? Yeah. Again? We've only talked about ourselves. Um, I mean, that was it's, it's the introduction podcast. I guess you're right. It's the, the introduction. It, it, it's the get get to know us and why we're going to be talking about things yeah. podcast. If you guys have made it this far into the podcast, I mean, it's like, yeah, well, I guess we're we're uh, in a way, you know, trying to just sell that we're, you know, musicians in a way and like talking about musical stuff, and this is why, I suppose. Yeah. And, uh, but yeah, in no way to be like, we're this musical elitist or anything. I think I made that very clear on the last thing yeah. where it's like, we're not getting paid with that kind of stuff. No, we're just, we're just <laughs> hanging out there. <laughs> yeah. That's one of those classic, uh, the last 10 years of my life has been, or what did you say? The, uh, everything, everything, everything to, adds, everything adds up to a living. Exactly. Yeah. That's, that's, man, is that huge in there? Yeah. Uh, but yeah, so shout outs to terms and conditions. Shouts out, shout outs to uh, Chuck Rue and, and Kaboom and um, Slims and Slims and local five hundred six and Gaff. Oh, Gaff, yeah. Nicole. Yeah, I guess. <laughs> <laughs> that that again, that's a story for another. That another absolutely podcast. is, and then and and also and 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 Logan and, and Obsidian Darling and gosh, all the other. Uh, oh man. Wow. All right. Cool. So that's some meta. So we did some meta stuff. Yeah. We did some. Uh, I think we brought things around very nicely. I guess so. We summed I guess it up. So. Yeah. Not too bad. I've heard worse podcasts. Oh yeah. For sure already. Um. But um, I guess we'll just see where it goes. Thank you so much for listening. I'm Warren Sharp. I'm Keith Lewis. And you've been listening to. K&W Cafeteria, <laughs> the podcast. I, I don't think we can call it that. Good night and good luck. <laughs>